afternoon guys good afternoon this is bernice thank you for tuning into devoted today we're talking about my daily bread and we're going to focus on guilt i believe that there is such a spirit of guilt that is resting on people and they're not able to move forward in their lives because of this spirit of guilt so i'm going to read about bible verses about guilt we're going to pray and i'm going to give a short um explanation of what god was leading me to concerning guilt so let's listen to the song uh, and then come back to the my daily bread concerning guilt
right, so that song is um, Overcome by Elevation Worship. I want to read uh, Proverbs, no, Psalms 103. I would say Psalms 103, um, 6 to 14. I want to read that as our um, established Bible verse for this guilt um, daily bread episode. So it says, The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds. To the people of Israel, the Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he abhor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed, he remembers that we are dust. The life of mortals is like grass. They flourish like a flower of the field. The winds blow over it and it's gone. And its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's, the Lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness with, with their children's children. And so um, the reason why I'm talking about guilt is because the Lord put it on my heart about the fact that the body of Christ, some people are still feeling guilty about certain things that they've done, even things that they did in the past. Um, you know, the word of God says that even if you do one of the, even if you sin against one of the, um, you know, the laws of the, of the Lord, that shall not kill, you know, that shall not steal and all of that, uh, any of the, the sinful things that you do, when you sin against one, you sin against all of them, right? And so God does not measure one sin as greater than the other. He sees sin as sin, period. Um, but once you have a fear of God, as it talks here in Proverbs, uh, in Psalms 103, uh, and you have a fear of God, and you confess your sin to the Lord, and you repent, and confession is acknowledging that you've done something wrong, that you've done something sinful, and not just that, but also um, asking for forgiveness, confessing and saying, Lord, I've done this, 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 that, and please forgive me. The Bible says that we are to confess confess our sins one to another and pray for each other, right? The same with God, we are to confess our sins to him and ask him to forgive us. And the Lord is so loving and kind that his love is so great, it says in in Psalms 103, that those who fear him, he has great love for them. And so your sins are as far from the east as it is from the west. And his love is that, you know, that big, that is so huge that he will, you know, remove your transgressions from you. The Lord does not remember it anymore. But the thing is that we remember, you know, you remember. And that's the issue. There is divine guilt and there is diabolical guilt okay divine guilt is conviction when you get convicted by the holy spirit okay conviction 
when it's replayed in your heart consistently because the Holy Spirit is trying to get your attention. You know, some, some people will say, oh, I feel guilty. Do you need to apologize? Do you need to confess your sin? Do you need to ask for forgiveness? When you do that, that guilt will leave, okay? That conviction will leave. But if you do that, you pray, you, for, you ask for forgiveness, you seek forgiveness from other people, and you still feel guilty, majority of the time is the enemy. The enemy is so tricky. The devil is very tricky that he will put a situation for you to fall into temptation. And then after you fall into temptation, guess what he does? He will replay the thing that you did that was wrong. He will replay it back in your mind over and over and over and over because he's trying to put you in a place of thinking that you're not a son anymore or you're not a daughter of God anymore, that God can never forgive you. But God has already done it. He's already forgiven you as far as, as, far from the east as it is from the west. He's forgotten, he's forgotten it. But you remember it because the enemy want to keep you trapped in that circle of guilt, in that box of guilt that you find yourself in. So the moment you turn to the enemy and say, you know what, I have, I have prayed, I have asked God for forgiveness, he has forgiven me, he doesn't remember anymore, so why am I remembering it? I don't need to remember it anymore. God has already forgiven me, devil, so get deep behind me, Satan. The Lord rebukes you. You have to be able to take authority and say, that you have been already been forgiven and you're not like that anymore. You're not who you were in your past anymore. Because the enemy loves to keep you in your error, even though you have already received freedom from that. And so what the Lord was telling me is that many people have guilt over their head, you know, especially if the place that you um, develop that guilt that you you go back into that place or you find yourself around those certain people and that spirit of guilt try to come back again that is not god god does not condemn you okay he convicts you and then when you are open to his convictions and you respond he forgives you and you know one thing that the lord was showing me is that in families there's a lot of guilt in families you know, the, the mountain of influence of family. There's a lot of guilt in families, in parents, in children, even in, you know, grandparents and all of that. And God was telling me it's because family, you guys see each other, you know, those cookouts that you have. Let's say Uncle, um, Uncle Johnny molested little Susie. And little Susie doesn't remember it anymore, but Uncle Johnny does. That's the thing about sin is that, the person that commits the sin remembers it more than the person that is sinned against, okay? Now, little Susie doesn't remember it anymore because there is something in the medical field. It's called dissociative amnesia. Sometimes I call it traumatic amnesia. And what it is is that it occurs when a person blocks out certain events or certain stress or experience or life, life memories um, from their mind so that they're not able to remember them anymore because it's so traumatic and it's so stressful that the brain actually defends defend the person from remembering it. And especially during um, counseling, therapy, uh, people are able to retrieve those memory again and it becomes very heavy on them. And, I, I you know, sometimes God allows... Um, people to remember 
those things to heal, to especially during deliverance healing sessions, okay? And so little Cece does not remember what Uncle Johnny did to her, but Uncle Johnny always remembers when Uncle Johnny sees little Susie. And though Uncle Johnny has repented before the Lord secretly in his secret place, prayed and said, God, forgive, you know, he asked for forgiveness, Uncle Johnny cannot move out of guilt. Why? Sometimes those type of guilt is not the devil. Sometimes those type of guilt is the Lord leading you to do more than just repenting. Sometimes God wants you to go to the person and ask for forgiveness. Many families have guilt in their midst, in their families, because they have not gone to that person and repented and said, hey, I'm sorry that I touched you that way. I'm sorry that I spoke to you that way. I'm sorry that I wasn't a good mother. I'm sorry that I wasn't, I wasn't there for you as a father. I'm sorry that I, you know, I disappointed you as a child. I'm sorry that you know, I, I, I did this, I did that. You, when you finally release that apology or, or do what it is that you need to do to let the other person know that you are sorry, that spirit of guilt will leave you. The enemy loves to hold on to anything that they have of you to stay, okay? And so what God is saying is that many of you feel the spirit of guilt is because you've not done the second portion of that journey of, of, of being free from guilt, Okay, like I said, God convicts, the Holy Spirit brings, brings conviction, but the devil brings guilt, okay? Sometimes conviction also has a place where you have to go to the person to recompense, to, um, to redeem, okay, to repent, to ask for forgiveness, to, to salvage what has been broken, okay? And so... If you still feel the spirit of guilt, even after you've prayed and asked for, asked for forgiveness from the Lord personally, and you've forgiven yourself, and you still feel the spirit of guilt, then pray and ask the Lord to, to remove whatever the enemy is doing. You know, command the spirit of guilt to leave by telling the enemy, God has already forgiven you. But if you still feel that, it's the Lord letting you know that he wants you to put feet to faith. He wants you to put feet to action, that he wants you to put feet to forgiveness, to repentance, okay? That he wants you to actually take action and do something to help salvage what has been broken, okay? And so you might have to go to little Susie and ask for forgiveness. You might have to go to your children and ask for forgiveness, and, you know, I would say this. Many parents have guilt when they are older, when they feel like they have a distance between them and your children. Let me tell you this. Children um, lose respect for you as a, as a parent when they know that you know that what you did was wrong, but you don't want to apologize. You don't want to step in and say you're sorry to them. They lose respect for you. But the moment you go up to them and you say, as a parent, you're sorry that you made a mistake. Their trust in you, their um, faith in you, their way of seeing you becomes better. They respect you even more. When you open your mouth and you tell them you're sorry for doing this, they do not, they do not be, see you in a belittling way. They, they do not disrespect you in your eyes. They do not um, look at you 
with disrespect when you come to them and apologize. It's the reverse that happens. They actually love on you. They actually respect you even the more because they realize that you respect how they feel. Okay, so there's a lot of guilt in family right now, especially during the time that, you know, things are happening in the world, COVID, uh, layoffs, family being around each other a lot. Um, there, there are things that are being open, being released, being felt, being um, experienced. And sometimes you have to sit down and talk as a family. There's a big elephant of guilt within families that the Lord want to deal with. And so um, I'm going to, you know, read some Bible verses about guilt. And uh, then I'm going to pray. If you feel that you have a spirit of guilt, that God will deliver you. And whatever you need to do to go and ask for forgiveness, or if the person is dead, you know, you can write a letter or tell the Lord, you know, Whatever God is going to, I, as I read this Bible verses about guilt and I pray, God will tell you, the Holy Spirit will, will minister to you what you need to do specifically to let go of this that you're feeling, okay? So God, I just thank you for this time that we're going to go into your word and learn about guilt, what guilt is, how we deal with it, how we deal with it and how you see guilt, Lord. Uh, you, you do not condemn, but you convict. Sometimes we misplace conviction as guilt. And so I just pray that, Lord, as we dig into your word, which is the true sword, which is the truth in all that we need to hear, that you will minister to the people that are listening, that even through the word that is being spoken out, that the spirit of guilt will leave those that have guilt. And I pray that those that need to be convict, convicted, they will be convicted. And those that need to put, you know, um, Feet into action and actually go and 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 salvage certain relationships or certain things in your life that they will indeed put faith and feet together and actually go and move in that direction. So I just pray over this moment, God, that Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. Have your way in this moment. Have your way, God. Let repentance come in the room. Let forgiveness come in the room. Let conviction come in the room and let guilt leave everyone. Let guilt leave the room. Let guilt leave the people, God, and let uh, redemption come in the hearts and the minds and compassion, Father, in your people in this time. I, I, I pray your will to be done, God, and your kingdom to come, Adonai. And it's in the name of Jesus we do pray. I want to take a Bible. Um, I want to take a song break, and then we're going to go into the Bible verses about guilt. You will. 
welcome back everyone uh so we listen to embassy worship god i look to you and also overcomer by uh elevation worship so now i'm gonna be reading the bible verses on guilt um and i hope that the sort the short message was able to give you some perspective into why we're looking at guilt today god does not condemn us he convicts us right and so lord as i read this bible verses i just ask you for Holy Spirit, for you to just come upon your people, give them revelation of what it means to be convicted versus what it is to be condemned, that you do not condemn us, that you convict us. And any, anyone that needs conviction, God, I just ask you to convict them of the wrong that they have done, that they will turn away from it, God, and do the right thing. And I pray for those that feel condemned, that these Bible verses, which are the sword of the word, the word is the sword can do surgery upon them and even water their garden within them, water their mind, water their heart, water their soul so that they feel the love of Jesus because perfect love casts out all fear. Perfect love uh, of you, God, help us to walk in freedom. Who the sun sets free is truly free indeed. So we thank you and we ask you, Holy Spirit, to come and uh, give us revelation of this word that we're going to be learning today from um, your word. That we'll be able to hear it and receive it and be doers of your word and get the revelation. Open the scroll to us today. In the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. Alright, so Bible verses on guilt. Leviticus 5.5 5. And it shall be when he is guilty in any of these matters that he shall confess that he has sinned in that thing uh, psalms 32 5 i acknowledged my sin to you and my iniquity i have not hidden i said i will confess my transgressions to the lord and you forgave the iniquity of my sin selah if a person sins and commits any of these things which are forbidden to be done by the commandment of the Lord. Though he does not know it, yet he is guilty and shall bear his iniquity. Leviticus 5.17 uh, Deuteronomy 5.11 You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes him, excuse me, who takes his name in vain. I want to read that again. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Leviticus 19.17-18 You shall not hate your brother in your heart. You shall surely rebuke your neighbor and not bear sin because of him. You shall not take vengeance nor bear any grudge against the children of your people but you shall love your neighbor as yourself i am the lord psalms 51 1 to 2 have mercy upon me O god according to your loving kindness according to the multitude of your tender mercies blot out my transgressions wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin Micah 7.18 Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He does not retain his anger forever because he 
delight in mercy. 1 John 3, 4. Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. 1 John 30, excuse me, 1 John 3, 21 to 22. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence toward God. And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do these things that are pleasing in his sight. I love that. And so I want to remind you, uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 3 says, And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Sometimes the reason why you feel guilty is because you don't feel the love of God. The love of God is important because when we embrace God's love, we are then reali- we are then remembered and we also realize that He blots out our sins. As long as you confess it, you repent, and you try to fix the issue that was broken as best as you can. And then you ask the Lord to help you turn away. He will do that. And so no more guiltiness, no more condemnation, but conviction. Step into the convictions of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit convicts for a reason because God is more concerned about our character than anything else. He's more concerned about our character than anything else. That's why he, he loves those that he chastises. Because anybody who loves you will tell you what you're doing wrong because they want you to do the right thing. They want, you to, they want to see you do the right thing. They want to see you be good and be, be great, right? And so whatever the enemy is trying to cause you to feel guilty about, speak to the enemy like Jesus did in the, garden, in, uh, the wilderness, okay? Tell the enemy, I already confessed. Years ago, the Lord already forgave me. He doesn't remember it, so I don't remember it anymore. I've already been cleansed. I've already been forgiven. I'm moving forward. And I kid you not, the enemy will leave you alone, okay? He will leave you alone. So if you feel guilty, let yourself know that you're not guilty because you've confessed your sin to the Lord. And you've tried to fix it, or you fixed it, fixed the issue Okay, and move forward. Everyone has done something that you're not proud of. Every single one, even your own pastor has done something that you're not proud of, right? Everyone. And so you're not alone. Um, I don't know why God led me to talk about the, you know, the spirit of guilt. But he's like, I need you to talk about guilt because I believe that many people feel guilty. Um, and so if you still feel guilty... Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. If you keep on feeling guilty, read read over again these Bible verses on guilt, okay? And God will deliver you from that mindset. And if you continue to feel that way, you might need to go and see a pastor. Talk to somebody that's close to you, okay? And they will help you. So, Lord, I thank you for my brothers and my sisters that listen to these Bible verses of, about guilt. I thank you for the short message that you gave us today. I pray even now, the Lord, anyone that felt guilty, felt that spirit of guilt on them, 
the rekutori iskotore bataya masukurieteva the lord it is being lifted off of them now in jesus name that they are renouncing it in the name of jesus they are repenting they are renouncing it god and in the name of Jesus, I command that spirit of guilt to leave you now. In the name of Jesus, I speak healing over you. I release healing in the name of Jesus over you, the healing virtue of Jesus Christ over you. I speak healing into your mind, healing into your heart, healing into your body, your soul, every space in you. Let there be the healing virtue of Jesus Christ upon you. And Father, I ask you to send angels of the Lord to break hold of anything that is around them, any monitoring spirit, any demon that is around you that is causing Yes, Lord, any tormenting spirit that is around them, forgive tormenting spirits come because you don't forgive so you have to forgive if you're somebody holding on to unforgiveness you gotta release it right now open your mouth and say i forgive holy spirit bring it back into their remembrance who they have to forgive in the name of jesus i pray that you will release that forgiveness forgiveness be that you will release it out of your body out of your mind out of your heart and the lord will work in your system in your body let there be healing. Let there be deliverance, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, and I bless your holy name for meeting your people today, Holy Spirit. We honor you, God, and we reverence you. I thank you that, Lord, you have set your people free. I pray that every place in them that was released out of the spirit of guilt, that in those places, Holy Spirit, that you will dwell there, that you will fill it completely with the love of Jesus, with the anointing of the Lord, and with the Holy Spirit, God. I apply the blood of Jesus over every situation that caused you to have that that, that mindset. And now I pray for a renewed mindset, that your mindset is renewed. It is renewed in the name of Jesus. It is renewed that you are no more under condemnation for who the Lord has forgiven is already forgiven that you are a daughter of god that you are uh, that you are a son of god embrace the love of jesus today he died on you on the cross for your sins he wiped it all away you are made new in christ so we thank you lord we bless your holy name we love you jesus we love you holy spirit and we love you lord the lord loves you have a blessed day
my daily bread on guilt today i hope that you feel refreshed and you feel anew you feel that you are loved and i hope that you were blessed today if you think that this is going to help somebody or free somebody or even minister to somebody send it to them subscribe um let me know if you guys have any questions uh get yourself a great bible you know it's great to open the word of god every day and let the Holy Spirit lead you where to read. God knows exactly what you need to know, what you need to hear, uh, what you need to listen to, to be able to continue walking this narrow path that we are all on. And um, 
be able to fight any issues that you're currently dealing with. So whatever you're dealing with, I want you to know the answer is in the Word of God. There is nothing that you've come across that you cannot find the answer in the Word of God. If it's confidence, you should read the book of Joshua. God, you know, shows Joshua how to be bold and courageous. That's confidence. If it's, you know, love, read about Corinthians. Read about how God says, you know, love is kind. You know, we, 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 we go to weddings and we hear all about it. Love is kind, love is patient, and all of that. It's good to read the Bible and get to know what the love of God is. Uh, if you are somebody that needs hope, Hebrews. Hebrews has a great amount of hope Bible verses that you can read. Um, and so does Romans. Romans and James have great hope Bible verses that you can read. Um, if you need to learn how to pray, you know, look in the, in the book of Acts, the book of Acts. Whatever it is that you are lacking right now, um, I want you to know that the answer is found in the Word of God. Just sit still and ask the Lord, where in the Word of God do you want me to focus on today? And I kid you not, the Holy Spirit will lead you to exactly where you need it to, to look at. Every day, I personally ask the Lord for a Bible verse that encourages me. And sometimes that Bible verse is not just for me, it's for somebody else that I meet, you know. And so I just hope that you will allow the Lord to lead your day with the right verse, with the right Bible verse that you need to feed your spirit. Because, you know, we all eat as human beings. Uh, it's important that we eat, but it's also important that we eat spiritually, right? Uh, your spiritual being is important because if, if you feed it, the enemy cannot feed it. Whatever you don't feed, the enemy can feed. So if you leave it empty, the enemy can come and dwell there. But if you feed it with the word of God, there's no space for him. Okay, so feed your spirit with the word of God. I love you all. Thank you so much for tuning into Devoted with Bernice. Have a lovely day.